Hey everyone, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening. This is the Your Money, Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Delano Soporu, founder of New Street Advisors Group. This is episode 65, The Insecurity of Money. We're going to talk why we find ourselves, in some cases, insecure about funds, moolah, Benjamins, whatever you want to call it. Of course, in this podcast, make sure wherever you're listening to five-star rate, subscribe, review. Also, this lineup this week, what's in the news? We'll talk about what is in the news, what is currently happening, finance roundtable, the insecurity of money, question of the week. And we'll wrap it up with a personal life update. Of course, Team New Street, thank you for supporting. Please, please, please enjoy the show. Hey, market update. Um, it's been an interesting you know, week for the market. Really calm. It's been really calm the last couple of weeks, which I predicted. Earnings have been strong from banks, from different companies. You're having different earnings come out. Um, but you know what you're seeing is a theme where it's the recovery, um, which will produce a more of inflationary growth versus the rising inflation and the economic restart um, could possibly weaken consumer purchasing power. But there is a, a theme I think you're seeing, you know, a rising inflation. You're seeing the, you know, the inflationary trade. Um, you're seeing a lot of strong earnings from companies, and generally the market's been quiet. There's been a lot less volatility, which of course for short-term traders is not fun for them because they want volatility. They're not seeing it. They're seeing steady growth, steady tick-ups um, in the market, which is you know a way an efficient market's supposed to run with a lot of seesawing back and forth, you know, recklessly. So, um, value growth all all ticking, you know, all ticking at this point. You know, if you're looking at it from the standpoint of the first quarter, a little bit past the first quarter of the 2021, markets are looking strong. Uh, you're seeing the vaccine rollout continue to be strong, job numbers getting better, much better than they were at the at the peak of the pandemic. So, recovery wise or economically, you know, things are looking much much stronger. Uh, for investors again, and you know, now is the time for investors to continue to save, put money in investments, put money into you know, have a strong plan in that and that side of set of things. So that's a good market update. Now, for moving to news, lots of the news, lots of tidbits, lots of snacks, lots of different things. First and foremost, it's been heard that Clubhouse monthly downloads have been plunging. Um, you know, March, they saw a plunge. And I, I think this makes sense because I, you know, if you're on Clubhouse, you'll notice that you normally get notifications when someone joined or someone's join, joined the, 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 the app or whatever. I would get those notifications like crazy. I'd log on, there'd be like 20 notifications that someone joined. Now I log on, there's no notification that anyone joined. Makes sense. I think this is more of a factor of, yes, you're seeing competition. Twitter, Facebook have their own their own version of a social audio app, uh, but you're also getting to a place where people are just look less looking for um, a reason to be home listening to other people talk about themselves. <laughs> so and I think in general, I think Clubhouse just got abused. Like I, I use it a couple of times, but I don't like in the sense, I don't want to talk if I don't have anything to say. If you need a reason, I don't like to talk too much if there's nothing I have to say. And I think a lot of people are on there just talking just for the sake of talking and building an audience and, they're not really saying anything that's worthwhile. So I don't really listen to anybody on those apps. Uh, I'll go on there if I have something to say. If not, I'm sticking to myself. Up next, Credit Suisse, former employer um, of mine. Now I say screw them, and they say screw their investors. No, they don't have investors. But the investment pick reportedly was exposed in the tune of $20 billion of investments related to the London hedge fund that 
had a major stock sell off, um, a triggered a major stock sell off. Credit Suisse badly managed, badly run from the top down, as you can see. Um, and they just keep crumbling. I think it's because I left that they keep crumbling. So kudos to them for for sucking. <laughs> and if we're moving on to SPAC deals that are also crumbling, remember the SPAC craze that was, you know, over the sp- little bit of last bit of winter, spring, people thought that SPACs would never end. They're starting to slowly trickle. Um, there have been just 10 deals in April compared to 100 in March. I think people have caught on. You can't just, well, they actually could just sell the public retailer investors crap until and then they would buy it all. But regulators stepped in and said, hey, we're going to take a better look at all these SPAC deals you're spouting out to the public. And what is actually going on back here and and it's triggered them to slow down because they realize oh shit we can't just be giving these to the idiots out there um because the idiots will keep taking it but they've slowed them down a little bit um and that's quite interesting you'll probably see it you know die soon the ipo market is dead the capital markets are going to die you know the industry is dwindling this is just another way to ignite the industry but they'll find more ingenuitive ways to do it um the end you know it'll dwindle uh, but what is not dwindling is Apple and their product unveilments. They pr- pr- just had a big, I think it was April 20th or what is it, 420, that they did the unveiling of their new products that air tags, podcast subscriptions, I think is cool. I have to look at more into that. Uh, so they did a lot. Apple's always known for their big events where they dive into what they're doing. So the new iPad Pro, which, you know, I love, I talked about iPads before, is just being a good, solid Apple product. Redesign iMac. iMac is the only Apple product I really don't mess with. I'm a PC person, but everything else is Appled out. Um, but that is one I don't uh, really mess with. So you can tell me for the Mac people what it's like. And then podcast subscriptions for paid ad-free listening. I think that's great for creators, content creators with large audiences are going to be able to monetize off of their audience and their, you know, their fans. So that's another great way. You're going to see more and more of these subscriptions, these abilities for creators to monetize off their audience. OnlyFans kind of got kicked off. We talked about this many months ago and now all big platforms are going to move that to that wave of allowing it. And they're probably going to take a cut of all this. Um, AirTags, which is used to find your phones, friends, all this stuff. I'm hearing about this AirTags. I don't know exactly know what it is. Uh, but that is um, also also Apple comes out and unveils and then a new great product for for people, and they refresh their product line, which they do often. So uh, I'm still on the iPhone 10. I don't know. I like it. I don't really get new phones unless my current one starts slowing down. So if this one starts slowing down, I'll definitely have to upgrade. Um, in more somber news, obviously the verdict, Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all counts, including second degree murder and the death of George Floyd, RIP George Floyd. Um, you know, this is, I'm from Minneapolis, so I know what that city, you know, tangentially, I, I can understand for people that live there, what they're going through. Um, yeah, you know, I'm not going to speak too much on the, on this, but of course we know where I stand. I said, RIP George Floyd and hopefully things are, are get better and safer out there in Minnesota. Something, you know, less somber, more of a joke. Dogecoin, this big rally in fall, you know, with cryptocurrency and all these different things. And we're going to talk about insecurity of money soon. But there's always going to be like scammy things that come up. And Dogecoin was created by the two engineers in 2013 as a joke. It was literally supposed to be a meme. Uh, It was a joke. And, you know, all these people pumping and dumping these different coins to speculate and, and just cause just use it for mass, you know, scammy stuff. So I don't have any inkling on what 
you know, is the next scam to pop up or the next, um, you know, speculative coin to, to jump. That's just like, again, it's gambling. If people like to gamble, that's not what I do. That's not what I do when it comes to gambling or speculation. You're more than welcome to waste your money. I do not have time for that. Um, but yeah, there, there's things that people are looking for in times of desperation to try to do things, but all more power to you. You know, and and we're moving forward. Peloton, Peloton is facing pressure to recall its treadmill pluses after dozens of injuries and one death. I think the death was a child, which is sad, of course. Peloton was one of the biggest winners in this stay-at-home play. The the bike, I've told you guys, I've been on the bike, killing it, spinning. I think I'm up to 150 rides, getting in shape, getting fit, trying to get the summer summer fitness going. But they had incidences where people are getting stuck underneath these treadmill pluses. And so the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission said people should stop using them um, if they're small children or pets are at home. Uh, there's been 30, 40 instances. I don't think long term this is a really threat to Peloton at all, but I do think the valuation doesn't make sense in some cases. It's a fitness app with a large community. That's pretty much what it is. Um, but, you know, people love it and people have a cult following with a lot of things. And it makes sense. It's changed a lot of people's lives in that sense. Um, people getting fit, people sticking together, people buying into everything. That's that's what building a brand is supposed to be. Speaking of building brands and websites, website builder Squarespace is going public uh, Squarespace e-commerce, building your website, uh, makes it super easy with their templates and, and formats. They want to go public. Um, and you know, their co- big competitors, Wix, who, you know, also similar things. So you've seen so much e-commerce and different things going on in this world. It's quite interesting. Um, and, and I think it's a great, great, great thing to see. So speaking of that, on that, on that t- template, We're looking at a situation where one year ago we were in lockdowns and economists warned of potential closers of millions of businesses across the country. Uh, but prelimi- preliminary data from the first 12 months of the pandemic shows that these predictions fell flatter. Um, there was fewer than 200,000 business establishments closed from March 2020 to February 2021 on top of the roughly 600,000 businesses that typically turn over in a given year. Um an estimated 130,000 of those excess closures were businesses going under as opposed to just closing one of their locations. 200,000 excess closures certainly it makes a devastating consequence for owners and, and, and employees, but the unemployment impact was less than you might expect. So pretty much this report is saying that, you know, although there was a lot of damage done to businesses throughout the time, um, that it was a lot less of a dent than expected uh, I think that's you know mainly because the government, I, I say what you want, did a good job of stepping in, acting pretty fast and acting in a big, big way. We're still not done printing aid. We're still not done doing different things, but that's what happened. The government stepped in and acted in a huge, huge way. Um, and so that's 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 pretty much the reason. And obviously, there's still devastation across the nation. Still going to be devastation. Still, people lost different things forever. But um, hopefully, they can pick up from from that and, and try to move forward and, and get stronger, better, faster. Whatever the Kanye West song says. Um, yeah, yeah. That that's that's devastating. But we definitely have a brighter future ahead. That is it. That is it for the news update. This week, let's go and talk about the roundtable and security of money next. 
Hey everyone, gather round, gather round. We are now going to do the finance round table and discuss a, to- a topic that I think was interesting. It was kind of weighing on my mind, you know, thinking back on what people have gone through the past year, what people are looking forward to. It was actually a quote um, that I saw somewhere, I think on social media, where the guy said, um, you know, insecurity, or excuse me, anxiety is built from, you know, uncertainty about the future and depression is from memories of the past. Um, and so it got me thinking about like, you know, especially when I get like questions that I think are odd or, you know, a little bit like too much uh, or too many questions. <laughs> um, it's like why people like doing this is comes to insecurity and, and, you know, just in general, people's insecurity, whether it's about finance, financials, personal finance, money, and how where it stems from and i think it stems from a lot of different places for a lot of people maybe it's you 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 grew up poor i don't think everyone grew up with a silver spoon that's not a situation that's not my situation um but people you know it could be from that it could be from just feeling uh that you have to take care of people or just feel like you have to take care of your you know health or any different things but there's a lot of insecurity i've noticed around money um and i just wanted to dig into more why why that is like what do we where are we finding it from what is the anxiety and security stemming from and how do we fix it it's particularly a lot in men you'll see it um like you know obviously women also have that but i know you see it particularly in men they just have this insecurity of money or whether it's not making enough or not doing enough or not being xyz um and where where what does it stem from you have to figure that out for yourself. What what can you do about it, right? Um, I think there's a few things you can go about, it. and there also could stem from you know not being financially literate. If you like, oh, if you like, you don't know anything about planning or any of those things. There's a lot of reasons why people feel insecure, and I think social media compounded that. People like see other people living a certain life and yeah, insecure or anxious about it. That is just not the way you want to go about it. I've always said time and time again, it's not about people, you know, they will complain about different things. Yes. If you want to reach a certain goal faster, you have to sacrifice a lot and make more. Like that is just a fact. You're not going to make more by speculating. I think that's why, you know, insecurity drives people to speculate and try to get rich quick. You're never, it's not going to happen. You have to do things the right way. You have to be, bring value to society to to earn more in most cases. Um, but, you know, it does beg the question, you know, what can be done about it? What can be done about the security? I think you have to, one, get to the root of it. Two, learn how to control, you know, your yourself and your money. And actually, I've talked about it and actually understand what it's for. Like, it doesn't have to be that you get rich and 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 all that it could be it's a resource and tool to be used for what you want your life to be right it doesn't have to be it could be what you want your life and your family's life to be and that may be different from xyz person next to you or your neighbor or whatever but you have to understand that it's a tool that can be used for what your life what you want your life to be and that's that's simply that right and so once you understand that then you can go forward with getting a plan I think, again, I've always talked about a plan, work with the experts is the best thing. And I'm up to a point where I, I, like, again, there's such a huge value in that and people don't understand that because I've seen people make stupid mistakes and that could have easily been avoided had they, like, listened to someone that actually knows what they're doing instead of, like, their friends or whatever. 
Um, and so that that's the biggest, th- that's one of the biggest things, right? Um, and then from there, you can see a bigger picture. Once you have a plan, you can see a big picture. I've always been said, said this before. I, I think, you know, two, three, four, five years ahead, and that's kind of how I operate. And I've always operated. Um, and I think it's super smart for people to try to think that way while you're working in the present. Um, so think further, further ahead and try to gauge what you can do to get to those goals, right? Um, and that is a huge thing. And then just like let go of these insecurities. Like don't have gratitude for what you're what you're doing. Have gratitude for this process, the journey, everything that's going on, because it is a journey, is a process. If things happen overnight, then like everyone would have what they wanted, but that's not how things work. You have to work and let things happen with time, with processes. That is the way it goes. But if you should enjoy the journey, enjoy the time, enjoy what it takes. Um, stop trying to get lucky and actually work. Like that's stop trying to get lucky, actually work at something. You're not gonna get lucky. Uh, if you do, great for that. But I'd actually be more confident in in putting in the work and actually doing something that I know is gonna work over time, like I've done, or instead of trying to like guess and get lucky. That's not it's not how you get things done. You know, I think that's a little tidbit of it. I'd love to hear anyone drop a line to explain to me why they feel that way or what what comes up in their mind um, when they think about money and any securities that they have. But I love, love to hear more about it because I think it's an interesting topic that we can broach more and discuss more within ourselves because um, it's super, super fascinating. But that's what I got. Next up, we'll do the question of the week. Questions of the week, ladies and gentlemen. Questions of the week. This is an interesting one I read. I think it'll be applicable to a lot of people out there listening. And it goes like this from the listener. I'm a recent college grad who was fortunate enough to land a job before even graduating. I'm extremely frugal, paying all my bills and putting 36%. That's a very distinct percentage, very specific percentage of my income into savings every month. I grew up in a low-income household. My parents are immigrants. We lived on my father's income while he was while also paying the expenses of a child with a chronic illness. Me, in parentheses, says the listener. My parents barely get by every month, and as an only child, I feel obligated to help them. Just this month, I transferred 7500 of their debt onto a credit card in my name, and they'll make monthly payments to it and toward it instead of their previous high paying interest card. I was thinking about starting a Roth IRA for them because they don't have enough retirement funds and they still have 10 years until retirement. But wonder if I should just use that money to help pay off their debt. How do we get the most bang for my buck? That's an interesting um, question. I think it's a great question. It's, it's great that this person is helping out their parents. I completely understand the motivations uh, to help someone out. Um, I am could do, concerned about something in the, in the future about this though. This person is saving money, um, is trying to change and better their lives. They also have, you know, a job. They're trying to make sure their job is secure, just graduating college. Um, but they're also dedicating their efforts to help their parents. Um, I think you should consider, you know, a couple things. Yes, you do want to pay off the card before the interest rate kicks in. Uh, that would probably be the most efficient thing to do. And then once that is kicked in, I do think a Roth IRA for them and just putting a little bit of money a month. I've always said that that's important. Just try to put away a little bit a month or a couple of every paycheck um, to try to help them would be a great way to do that. But also live your life. You worked hard. You've lived your life. So you also want to be able to still spend on yourself. But I think you first attack the debt card, debt, the card debt, uh, especially when you have a zero interest 
promotional period, I'm assuming right now. And then you can try to put some money away for the Roth IRA. And that will also possibly kick them into the habit of cutting expenses to, you know, live, to be able to think 10 years on the line when they hit retirement. But you only get one life. Try to do the best you can. It's great what you're doing. Um, hopefully, hopefully that sets you up for a sound, sound future. I enjoyed that question. And we will wrap up the podcast coming up next. Wrap it up. Another great week. I hope it was great for everyone else. Uh, man, I don't have much. TV next week, I think a couple times on CNBC. We will um, pushing forward with some new exciting things with New Street as always. Take time for yourself. Try to relax um, and do what makes you mentally happy, mentally aware. Um, no, I think everyone, you know, stay, stay, stay fit, stay with it. Um, once and for, or foremost, of course, please share the podcast, share anything needed with anyone Team New Street. Of course, we have that referral program where you're getting rewarded for that. Um, I think this is great to help people. You know, at the point where I'm at, we're just helping people. We don't need to 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 make it as more complicated than that. Um, but yeah, I, I really want us to continue to grow this family. Um, with that said, hope you enjoyed the podcast this week and tune in next week. <laughs>